Have you heard little bits and pieces of his story regarding the affair? Has he told you a little bit regarding her? He's told you a little bit about maybe where they met, how long it's been going on, but it's dripping out. Instead of you finding out everything at once, you're getting little trickles here and there. Beautiful, that can cause more trauma than a full, complete download of a disclosure. We're going to talk about it today on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Hey beautiful, welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her. Must have been my fault and this pain, it'll never go away until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back, beautiful. Before we jump into our topic on what I consider to be dripping disclosure, I want to tell you that our Beauty Beyond Betrayal Sisterhood group on Facebook, the free community that I created, is open. I'm taking more women over there. I'm kind of swinging the doors wide open right now during the holidays. And I just completed a three-day mini course about helping you through the holidays to thrive and not survive after betrayal trauma. And you have access to that free training all the way through December 31st. So click the link below in the show notes. It'll take you to our sisterhood. Make sure that you answer the questions so that you can be approved into that group. We would love to have you join us over there. Go through that three-day mini course. It's going to help you thrive through the holiday season since you've been suffering through betrayal trauma. So let's go ahead and jump into the show today. We're going to talk about what I call dripping disclosure. Now, some people call it staggered disclosure, leaking disclosure, whatever, same premise, but I have called it dripping disclosure because it's like that annoying drip that you have from a faucet that is leaking that can make you feel like you're going crazy, right? 
because it's constant drip, 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 drip. The sound's annoying. You can't fix it. And you just want to slam every tool into the sink and, and just tear out um, all of it. And you're just so angry, right? Because it really is annoying. Well, dripping disclosure it's the same way. It can be very traumatic for those of us who have found out about our husband's affair, but we're not getting all of the truth all at once. We're literally having it dripped out bit by bit, and it is almost like D-Day all over again. Now, for some of you, I know that you've seen the movie Groundhog Day. This is what I relate it to. I remember early on after I found out about my husband's affair, I went through the dripping process. And unfortunately, my dripping disclosure lasted for over a year and it was very traumatic for me. And so during that time period, I would have little bits of information that he would disclose and it was almost like being in that movie Groundhog Day. I would relive D-Day or Discovery Day over and over and over again and the pain, the agony, the physical uh, agony and pain that it would cause to my heart and my body, the mental anguish, the upheaval in my nervous system. It was, I, I even equated it to him at one point that I was just like a physical abuse victim. Even though I wasn't getting beat physically, I felt like every time he would drip information to me that I was being beat emotionally. And beautiful, it is an emotional abuse. Drip disclosure is emotional abuse. Let's just call it like it is. Let's say the truth here. It's emotional abuse because it re-traumatizes you every time you find out something new. Now, why is that? Why is getting the story in through a drip instead of the full story more abusive, more traumatizing to you than having all of the information all at once? Well, because of the trauma that it incurs. Now, let's kind of go through it a little bit. For most of you that are listening, this has probably happened to you. You have had your spouse have an affair, you found out about it, you had the screaming match, you wanted to know some information, and he gave you only bits and pieces. And then the conversation was let go of, you came back later, and you started asking more questions, and he gave you a little bit of information, right? What does that look like? Well, when I first found out about the affair, I was told that it started out as an emotional affair, and they only kissed. But three days later, when I finally asked the question point blank, that's when he told me, no, they had slept together only once. But then two weeks later, I found out, no, they had actually been sleeping together for way over a year. So it was a drip, drip, drip process of information that came out. 
And the staggered disclosure or the dripping disclosure is when your unfaithful spouse gives you a partial disclosure and they're doing it due to maybe their own shame, their well-intended effort, if you want to call it that, to protect you from more pain. Or it could be that they are still in the affair and they are just not ready to give it up. Now, that was the case of my husband. He just wasn't there yet. He was still in that, uh, what I call the affair uh, stupor or the affair bubble where, you know, there's this ultra life going on and it seems beautiful and it's this rush, this high that goes along with it and the endorphins are kicked in. He gets that rush in the brain, not ready to give it up. That's what I was dealing with. Almost always, for us who have been betrayed, eventually we discover new information about our partner's infidelity. Maybe it's that they've, you know, breached the trust even more because they've not given us the truth. They deny or they kind of cover it up, so to speak, or they twist it with some little white lies because they are not ready for us to know the whole truth or it would hurt you if I told you the whole truth. But this is where we need to know what's really going on. Now, there's also what I call the trap of secrets. And this is where the drip disclosure is counterproductive for the unfaithful partner. And the reason why is because as long as the secrets exists, he remains trapped in the affair, in his own shame, and it's going to be a driving force in possibly keeping him stuck there or never moving through to his own recovery so that if you choose to reconcile, the relationship can be healed, which puts you always in a trap of secrets if he's unwilling to start laying the truth out and, and being honest with everything. You know, staggered disclosure also keeps us at square one, kind of like Groundhog Day. And this is extremely painful and traumatic for us, those of us who have been um, betrayed, because it's like we're starting over, all over again. And this is very, very discouraging. And if they have not left the affair and they are telling you, no, the affair is over, I'm done with that. And then all of a sudden, a couple months later, you find out that he's still contacting her. He's still seeing her, which was the case that I dealt with. It is so traumatic. And it really, this kind of drip disclosure can lead you into PTSD or CPTSD, chronic post-traumatic stress disorder, because it's this chronic um, stress disorder now because of the re-traumatization that you are experiencing every time you find out any kind of drip disclosure, any kind of little bit of truth about the affair. The other thing about it is, to make matters worse, is when they disclose incomplete or even misleading information. Again, they tell you, you know, I've told you everything. 
Everything is the truth, I promise you. And then you've scheduled what's called a formal therapeutic disclosure or FTD and you find out that he's actually been lying. So this often feels like a double whammy and it may cause you to feel like giving up if you're trying to reconcile the relationship. And rightfully so, because you literally have been hit up beside the head again by a two by four by information, lies, deceit, and you're wondering, can I ever fully regain trust once again? So with this, I would say that there is patience that is required by us, those of us who have been betrayed. And I know, beautiful, you might be saying, Lisa, that's unfair. Why do I have to show patience in this? Why? Well, I'm going to tell you some reasons why, and then you'll understand that patience is actually for your benefit. You see, once you find out about the affair, it's time to what what I call time to take a time out. You know, you're going to have your initial knockdown drag out. That's just a given. You've been shattered. Your uh, future has just been altered. Your reality is not what you thought it was. You've been so traumatized and you are in that fight mode right now. You're fighting for your survival. It is normal to be angry and screaming at the top of your lungs, wanting to find out why did you do this to me? Is it still going on? And all of the things, right? That's a normal response. But once you have that initial um, breakdown is what I call it, then it's crucial to take a time out. And I wish someone would have told me this initially, because if I would have known that it would have benefited me to take a time out instead of keep going back time and time again and getting the dripping information and being re-traumatized, I would have definitely had the patience, made sure to maybe had an accountability partner to help me with it, you know, dug in and just sought out a timeout where I could step back and then become aware of what's going on in my surroundings. And what I mean by that is, do I see evidence that there's the possibility that the affair is still going on? Maybe he's turned towards you and now he's blaming you for the affair. He is gaslighting you tremendously. He is, you know, still taking time away from home. He's still not willing to, you know, let you have access to his phone, his emails, his social media accounts, all of these things. Well, that's evidence that probably the affair is still going on. And if it is, then beautiful, I can tell you, he is not ready to fully disclose the information that you are seeking. He's just not. And because he's not ready, he's going to drip information to you, which is going to be detrimental to your mental and emotional and physical well-being. This is not healthy for you. So time out is crucial so you can become aware and see, number one, again, is he ready to really fully disclose what's going on? If he is, if, if you're like at that point, you're saying, Lisa, we've had that breakdown, we took a time out, 
you know, the affair is not going on anymore, he's ready to answer my questions, then I would tell you, beautiful, it's time to do some prep work. And this is where you take a step back and you start logging the questions that you need answers to. Now, let me also say a disclosure here for you that you need to, once you brain dump all of the questions that you have ruminating in your mind, and I know what they are because they inundated me for a very long time, brain dump them, get them out. And it might be 11, 12 pages, like mine was long, but get them out. And then once you get them out and you have them down, go back through and do an assessment and ask yourself this very important question. Are these going to be beneficial to know the answers to or are they going to be more traumatizing to me? You heard me right. Are they going to be more beneficial for your recovery? Or are, in other words, are they going to give you some closure or are they going to be more traumatizing to you? And the reality is some of the questions that all of us have, and it's normal to have them, are questions that are going to cause more trauma. They're going to cause more harm than good. We don't need to know the intimate details. Okay, ladies, we really don't. That is damaging. But there are questions that are going to help us in our recovery and we know how to recover because we have those answers. So that's why it's crucial to just brain dump them first and then reassess them next by asking yourself, is it more therapeutic to know these answers? Is it going to bring me closure and help me in my recovery? Or is it going to be more damaging? Once you know that, separate those, get rid of the ones that are damaging and now bring to the table Schedule a full therapeutic disclosure session and that way you have all your questions intact for that session and that's a podcast in and of itself that I will do in the future where you can come together, have those answered and you can get closure and know what you're recovering from. Beautiful, I want to end today with this. You can control the drip, all right? It's worth the wait, it's worth the patience, it's worth the time out, and it is worth the wait to find out the full truth instead of having the drip disclosure that is going to cause you more harm. You control that. How do you control it? By controlling your own tongue and your own desire to find out bits and pieces. And I know you want to. Believe me, I do. Because beautiful, the reason why I'm doing this episode is because I'm telling you what I wish I would have done. (laughs) On this side of it, I wish I would have had my own advice told to me. And I would have been guided in this way so that I wouldn't have gone through the trauma that I experienced because of drip disclosure. I now know that I could have controlled the drip and it would have been healthier for me on the other side. So you should wait and get the whole story in one coherent, truthful package. And that is the way that is going to be healthier for you, healthier for 
your recovery, for your family, for your long-term relationships, for every avenue in your life. Now, the only time that I would advise you is uh, to do otherwise is if there is imminent risk of harm to you, to your reputation due to a public disclosure of, of your partner, maybe his behavior, people are seeing him out in public and it could really damage your reputation. If that's the case, then of course you need to know these things right away or if it's detrimental to your children. Otherwise, waiting is definitely something that should be done. But in the waiting, make sure to protect yourself. Protect yourself emotionally, protect yourself sexually, and this is by doing boundary work and you know, setting boundaries, putting them in place. This is crucial. So beautiful. Let's stop the drip disclosure and go for the whole truthful package so that we are not continuing to traumatize ourselves. I hope this helped you today, beautiful. I know I wish once again I would have had this guidance way back then but you have it now. Let me know how this helped you. I'd love to hear from you. Below in the show notes is my, what's called a speak pipe, where you can leave feedback. You can let me know how this episode helped you, but also you can ask me a question and I would love to hear for you, from you and I would love to feature your question on one of my upcoming episodes. So go there, leave me a question on that. And we'll get your question answered so that we can feature it on the next podcast episode. Beautiful. Thank you for being here. Leave a review and make sure to share this podcast out to other beautiful women who need it. Be blessed and we'll talk soon. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately. And always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.